So it was my last day at Cannes, and I remember the day because it was purposely so beautiful outside, and it hurt so much to leave. And we weren't leaving until the next morning, so it was our last full day at Cannes, and I didn't have Kristen. She was MIA, I couldn't get a hold of her, and I needed to interview someone. I needed a fourth interview because doing things in threes are great, but four was even, and I needed it. I called on the person I knew I could call, and I interviewed Adam Cooper. He is an American filmmaker from Detroit. He grew up in West Bloomfield, Michigan, and he and his brother have been making sci-fi thrillers since they could walk. Adam Cooper also is my boyfriend. Um, he was the reason I got involved in the film festival in the first place. We worked on one of his films together, and he said, if I get into Cannes, will you come with me? And I didn't think he'd get into Cannes, and so I said, sure, I'd go with you, and next thing we know, we're on a plane going to France, and I thought how amazing of an opportunity would it be to get a press badge, and we could both be working at the festival together. And so when I came to him for an interview, he looked at me, and then he said, are you serious? And I said, yeah, why not? It'll be fun. So I didn't get Kristen Stewart, but I flew to a different country to have a drink with my boyfriend. I am here with Adam Cooper, the director of Model Number Human. All right, and cheers, ready? So, oh wow. Okay, so you had a really busy time at the festival this year. You were in the Marche du film, and then now you're in the short film corner. What has this experience been like for you? Well, right now I feel like I'm about to collapse from exhaustion. Um, in a good way because it's been an incredible experience um, not sleeping I think is a good thing we've been extremely busy meeting a lot of incredible people some great great filmmakers seeing some great movies it's a wonderful experience Kansas très bien magnifique how many hours of sleep do you think you've had this week oh probably you know five or six <laughs> maybe seven so what were you doing when you were out all night? What Walk us through a day in the life of France this week. Well, we'd wake up. I, it was uh, me and my great friends. and my, uh, uh, I spent a lot of time with my producers on the film. Who uh, We had a great time. We had a lot of meetings set up beforehand uh, with, with um, other producers and distributors and buyers and um, a lot of great people to help us get our next project going which is a feature film a sci-fi feature film so we've been we've been doing a lot of learning about how to get that ball rolling and and a lot of uh, having fun and some partying and um, just experiencing the whole the whole canned magic it's been great and so you're you're young you're almost 22 days away from 22. Was that intimidating to be one of the youngest people attending this film festival? Um, it's In some respects, it's a little... Yeah, it's the kind of place... You know, Cannes is awesome. It's, you're, you're able to see every single level of where you can reach in the film industry. You, if you, you, know, you walk down the street and you look one direction and you're seeing 
Jake Gyllenhaal and Harvey Weinstein on the red carpet, and you're like, that's the highest you can get in this industry. And then you look at people like me and the other filmmaker, the other, you know, like the short film filmmakers and the younger guys, and it's, it's you know, we it's exciting because we, we want to get, you know, we want to work our way up, and it's, we're... Um, I wouldn't say intimidating. I'd say it's more exciting to see where you can go. I'm not saying I, I'm going to end up Jake Gyllenhaal or Harvey Weinstein on the red carpet, but you you, you can see all the different. Uh, you meet a lot of people and you, you see their paths, and you hear about how they used to be where we were, and they see themselves in us, and it's it's very encouraging to uh, hopefully one day get to where they are. And so this is your. A third short film in your college career, postgraduate career, correct? Uh, we've, you know, we've done. This is our fourth, actually. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Fourth wall, five so windows. Five windows and, and uh, the king. Oh, the king. Human. Yeah, yeah. Four, four great time experiences. And so, tell me about this film, Model Number Human. There's a lot of unique elements who uh, do you look at in terms of filmmaking styles when you want to create your own type of film well so model number human first of all it's a short sci-fi um, about a in the distant future uh, where the human race is no more because we've computerized our brains to the point where we've become so intelligent and logical that the idea of human uh, becomes ir- irrelevant so we forget that we're humans, and it's about uh, one man who, whose mechanical brain has a malfunction, and he remembers his life as a human, and uh, remembers that he had a daughter, and that life as a human, and is on a search for, for that daughter, and, and realizes she's in danger and must save her. Very sci-fi aesthetic. We look at, I looked at Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick is my favorite director. Uh, 2001 is a huge inspiration on that. Things like Blade Runner, um, Twilight Zone is also a, a big influence on that. And so there, uh, in the film, there's this relationship between a father and a daughter, and it's very authentic. How were you able to pull pull that out of them? You know, you're not a father. You're you're 22 years old. Where did you find that? Well, I'm glad you think it's authentic. Thank you, especially because it's you know they're they're kind of half human, half robot. So we were going for a, we were trying to make it as authentic as possible in in this really dry, emotionless setting, which is a we were trying to go for that juxtaposition. So that's a great compliment. Thank you. Uh, I'm not a father, no, but um, one of the strongest connections that you can visually see is is the connection between a father who loves his daughter and that that's the height of visual representation of emotion and so you know i i it's not like i could relate to that i don't have a daughter so but my brilliant actor jonathan west is a father and has a daughter and um we were able to to um he was able to draw from his own experiences and do a lot of improvising and imagine, you know, some some um, put himself in the situation of the main character, and he, he was really able to bring out 
that emotion and connect with the amazing young actress as well, Maria. Um, it's, it's great. It's fantastic. So where do you see um, your short film going? What's next for you? Um, well, we're, we're showing in uh, Detroit next week on June, in two weeks, sorry, on June 11th at the Cinetopia Film Festival. It's closing film festival. We're really excited because it's kind of, it's been about a year of the festival run. We're kind of closing it off back where we started in Detroit, back home. So that's kind of nice. We, we've started in TIFF, Toronto, and we've gone to Miami and um, all over, now Cannes, now excited to bring it home and after that we're we're doing a proof of concept short for uh for our feature to start that's that's going into development and um to start financing we're doing a proof of concept so what's the most difficult part of pitching a feature to someone you've done a lot of short films so now you're going into the feature realm of things what has been your biggest obstacle and how have you been able to overcome that uh, to pitch a feature, our feature specifically, or just a feature in general. So, well, you know, we're we're young filmmakers, so it's you know obviously the first thing is, what do these guys know? You know, that's but um, uh, it's we we've done we've done a lot we've done a lot as young filmmakers, and it's it's uh, to get past that is is a bit of a challenge. Um, um, yeah, no, but it's it's. <laughs> Can we cut that out? What? That last. I don't know how to answer that question. Okay. I don't understand your question. Okay. What's been your most difficult part of pitching films to people? The most the most challenging part of pitching yeah. films to person. Because we know you're passionate about what you're doing you know you write you direct and you produce your own films so we know that you're really passionate but how do you get someone else on board to to you know produce a new film for you oh well i like to let my previous work speak for itself i mean there's no other way to prove that you're capable of moving forward on something like a feature than to show your past work we've done four short films and they've each one is bigger than the previous and um i've been i've sort of rely on that to to prove prove itself and uh, we've put a lot of work into you know developing our log lines and our pitches and it takes a lot of practice and when you're in that meeting in in that moment where someone wants to hear a pitch you have to be on your toes and ready to make that happen and there's not much room for a, a mistake that's got to be really prepared and got to be confident and um, I've been told you need some level of arrogance writers, I, I've heard this from many people, writers need a level of arrogance um, I don't know how true that is but I guess if, if, you're, if you think your script is good enough to be made into a feature and be produced and be on the same playing ground as other features here and, and uh, that are out there. It's, I guess you know there's a level of, air, of of confidence that you need to have for that to happen. So um, 
Well, there's a lot of talented filmmakers I I aspire to be like and draw from and hope to do that. How did you start filmmaking and why do you continue to do it? Started filmmaking with my brother in the womb. <laughs> you know, like the ultrasound camera, we were trying to reach reach out of the womb for that. that okay, I won't <laughs> I won't go too far oh into that. No, we from very young age, we, my brother and I have been fascinated with telling stories and especially telling stories on screen and on stage and uh, since first grade when we got our first camera we've been making home movies and fantasies and shorts and just exploring you know having big imaginations and we haven't stopped trying to do that since then what, what is it about film that keeps you coming back for more well it's the most exciting industry in the world uh, this, you look around here and it proves it. We're in Cannes right now. And uh, this, if, you, if ever there needs a reminder of how glamorous and how rewarding this industry can be, it's, it's this festival. And what's your favorite part of the process of making a film? That's a hard one, you know, because uh, my brother and I do do pre-production, production, and post-production. We're, we're editors, we're writers, and directors, so... I think my favorite part of the process is actually post-production, the editing. After the visions come to life, and, and now we're working to package it and and bring it bring it home is, is always the most exciting part for me. And what's been your favorite part of the festival so far? The, all the great people I've been able to meet, some of the most talented people I've ever met are here, and it's, it's really an honor to sit down with them and meet with them and, and have drinks with them, like I'm doing right now, some amazing people, like I'm doing right now, um, and that's been the most amazing, the people you get to meet here. And what about the parties? What about the nightlife? What has been your favorite party and least favorite outing of your trip? <laughs> um, well, so the, the crew I came here with, we've made it a goal to try and stay out as late as we can every night and get as little sleep as possible. And I think I'm proud to say we've been doing that. Um, we've been going to... Uh, we we went to a yacht party uh, a couple couple nights ago. On it was uh, for a, a company called Eroin, which celebrates women filmmakers and females in this industry. And it was a it was a really cool party, really cool yacht, amazing people there. Some these women's films were incredible, um, and I think that was the coolest one, just on the on the yacht in the. And the the sea, looking out at the beautiful Mediterranean, gorgeous. And least favorite part? Is there a least favorite part? No, there's no least favorite party. No, no, I wouldn't say so. Everything has been rewarding in some way. Um, we've been having a blast. And our last question is: If you could have a drink with anybody, living or dead, who would it be? Living or dead, I'd like to have a drink with 
I think it would be very interesting to have a drink with someone like Stanley Kubrick, who has, you know, you never see in the public eye, like he never did interviews or anything. And he's one of my favorite filmmakers, so I'd, I'd have to pick him to pick his brain. Congratulations on everything you're doing. We hope to see you, you know, in the Merci future. Merci Cheers to your success once again, and thank you for being here on a drink thank with Ken. Thank you. Kim. I'm very, I'm a big fan of a drink, but I'm very excited. <laughs> I enjoyed experiencing Ken with Adam this week. Um, it just Ken is an out of this world experience. Even though it's a place in Europe, it was so much more than that. There were helicopter Ubers where you could call an Uber helicopter and it would take you to a yacht with four stories. It just didn't seem real. Everything was beautiful and extravagant. We were going to Hollywood parties, staying out till four in the morning, wearing long dresses and going on yachts. And it it was the height of luxury. But if you love movies, if you love fashion, if you love beautiful landscapes and history, Cannes Film Festival is something you want to experience somehow. If I learned anything from this week, it's that if you work hard, take risks, while also staying true to what you believe, you'll be happy with the results. Everyone at the festival worked so hard to get to that point in their lives. It was just so inspiring to talk to everyone and hear their story on how they got there. I flew back to Detroit Tuesday and actually made it back to Michigan on Wednesday. I survived the mimosas, the wine, the vodka sodas. I received 15 hours of sleep max, I think. It took seven means of transportation, but I miss it and I want to go back desperately, but also I'm exhausted and I think I need a drink. (laughs) Thanks for coming with me on this journey to France. It was truly something I would never forget. Until next time, thanks for having a drink with me at Cannes Film Festival.